podcast of the Dancing Bear Enlightenment Academy. Uh, I will be giving the podcast today. Um, I have a course I teach called The Seven Rays of God. Excuse me. And I've excerpt a short little tutorial about The Seven Rays of God. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or not, but it's sort of an introduction and an overview so that you will be able to say you've heard of it. <laughs> so I do have some slides. So if you are uh, listening to the podcast, you won't be able to see the slides. So I'll try to say everything. But if you're on the YouTube channel, uh, you will be able to see the slides. So I'm just going to share my screen. So this is called The Seven Rays of God. It's an introduction only. Um, the full course, there's just so much information. <laughs> you could spend a week easily, eight hours a day, just doing The Seven Rays of God. It's, there's quite a bit of information. Um, so just a quick overview. What are The Seven Rays of God? So according to Master DK, also known as Draw Cool, the knowledge of the seven rays can enable all the true servers to work with greater skill and effectiveness in their chosen field of activity. Uh, we'll have more information on DK later in this presentation. Uh, Master Chow Kok Sui, I don't know if I said that name right. He says understanding the seven rays gives you the ability to see people as they are. By seeing people from different aspects, from different facets, your understanding deepens. And it is basically a psychology exercise in understanding people. It's kind of like understanding what your astrological signs mean or what your human designs meanings are. It's just another way of looking at each human and what makes us the same and what makes us all different. According to Alice Bailey, different aspects of truth can be seen through the seven rays. Each ray sees things differently and has its own way of doing things. Each ray has a different opinion. Just like all of us, right? Each human, we all have our own opinions. The seven rays represent the energy of God's radiating light which refracts into seven different rays like a rainbow. And we'll come back to this chart that I have later. Um, so according to Wikipedia, the seven rays is a concept that has appeared in several religions and esoteric philosophies in both Western culture and in India since at least the 6th century BCE. That's before Common Era. They are also known as Kohanas, or angels from heaven. In Occidental culture, as opposed to Oriental culture, it can be seen in early Western mystery traditions, such as Gnosticism and Mithraism, and in texts and iconic art of the Catholic Church, as early as the Byzantine Empire. In India, the concept has been part of Hindu religious philosophy, and scripture since at least the Vishnu Prana dating from the post-Vedic era. 
So they're talking about the Vedic uh, information um, that goes way back thousands of years. Um, <clears throat> the information is still available in Western culture in the mystery schools, at least decades ago, back in the 90s when I studied it. I studied it first in a mystery school, then with a, a living Buddha, that I, one of the living Buddhas I studied with. But it's now all of this information is becoming available. And if you go to Wikipedia, they have a huge page with lots and lots of information on the seven rays. So you can read more there if you uh, want more. So the origins of the teachings today in Western culture came from the Tibetan master Dwal Kul, D-J-W-H-A-L, Dwal Kul, K-H-U-L. He wrote letters to Alice Bailey in the 40s, and Alice published his letters in a series of books without giving him any credit. And she just modified what he wrote and wrote it up, so it doesn't say very much good for Alice Bailey. But the teachings are there, and if you read the books with discernment, you can pull out the information without the modifications. DK wrote to her and said, hey, you can't publish my information without giving me any credit. But he didn't use his name. He went by DK. <clears throat> and so if you buy any of her books, and in my references we'll talk about the books, she has a page inserted by the publisher that does say it's based on letters from DK. Um, DK laid the foundation for his psychology in his teachings of the science of the seven rays. So the seven rays in Western um, culture comes directly from these DK teachings. Uh, you can go back further if you study in India with the Vedas or um, other people trained in Asia. Um, Master Drakul says, my province in relation to the group is to give needed assistance to those who seek to fit themselves for active work as disciples. I am on the teaching ray and closely associated with Master K.H. Part of my work is the study search for aspirants of strong heart for evident devotion and trained minds. So what he's saying is his job was to find people who wanted to be devoted students and to train them. And that, of course, is what I'm doing and what everyone who teaches the Seven Rays is uh, doing is we're trying to find people who are devoted students and want to learn and understand more. It's important to understand the meaning of disciple. It's a follower or student of a teacher, leader, or a philosopher. So if you're a student and you want to learn, then you're a disciple. A lot of students today sign up for courses they never take, or they sign up and take half of it and walk away. That's not a student. That's just someone that signs up for stuff and goes away. So this class is not for people like that. This is for people who actually want to delve in and learn, which is most of my courses are like that. Um, <clears throat> he mentions Master K.H., I do not know who that master is, and when I studied him in the when I studied DK in the 90s, they didn't mention his master back then. So I do not know who that is. 
So this is a very simplified chart that is an overview of the seven rays. The note at the bottom says, not included in the chart are the glamours or the Bach flower essences. So uh, in the chart, we'll talk about the seven rays, what they mean, their color, their positive qualities, the chakra associated with them, and some of the cell salts, or you might know them as homeopathic remedies. So there's also about flower essences. So the studying the seven rays and understandings, so you can use the homeopathics, the cell salts, and the flower essences to heal any ray that you have out of balance. And if you're a practitioner, a holistic practitioner, you can use those same homeopathics and Bach flower essences to heal your client if they have an imbalance in that ray. So we're going to talk about the first ray. <clears throat> it is the ray of will or power. It's at the crown chakra or the seventh chakra. The color is red. It's about strength, balance, and will. So the cell salts are caliphos, naxalf, silica calf, flower, calc flower, sorry, calcphos, and ferphos. Um, those, of course, are the abbreviated names of the homeopathic phosphorus, phosphorus, and so forth. Um, this are the positive qualities. So we have the, I'll call them not so positive qualities as well. And in the seven ray system, they're called glamours. So uh, it's a nice way of saying, okay, your glamours are showing, <laughs> or however you want to say it in a positive way, because we all have the up and down of everything. It's kind of like the positive and negative aspects of your sun sign or your ascendant or whatever. <clears throat> so in this system, they're called glamours. So you have the positive qualities versus the glamour. So I'm not gonna include the glamours there. We'll save that for the class. The second ray is the ray of love wisdom. And that's sort of a bright blue cayenne color. It's the ray of wisdom, understanding, and illumination. It's at the heart chakra. <clears throat> and those remedies are Calisulf, Celica, Natphos, and Fairphos. The third ray is the ray of activity and adaptability. The color is yellow. The positive qualities are goodness, compassion, uh, compromise, I'm sorry, goodness, compromise, and beauty. It's at the throat chakra and the remedies are calc sulf and calc phos. So the fourth ray is the ray of harmony and unity. The color is orange. The positive qualities are purity, resurrection, and joy. It's the base chakra. Nat full. Oh, I spelled that wrong. <laughs> Should be nat sulf not both, <laughs> the Kalimur and Natmur. The fifth ray is concrete knowledge. So we could say a person has a fifth ray mind. This would be like a scientist. Um, the color is green. It's about health, cons consecration, and focus. It's at the third eye. And its remedies are Natsulf, Silica, Natphos, Calc Flower, Magphos, Calcphos, and Natmir. There's quite a few for helping the fifth ray. 
The sixth ray is idealism and devotion. Color is purple. The, it's about ministry, provision, and brotherhood. It's at the solar plexus. That's Caliphos, Calxulf, Natphos, Calimir, Magphos, and Furphos. And the seventh ray is ceremonial magic and law. And the color is blue or indigo. It's freedom, provision, compassion. And it's the second chakra location. That's Caliphos, Calxulf, and Natphmir. Okay, so the use of the seven rays for self-understanding and for understanding of others. But first you have to understand yourself. The rays can be used for self-healing. And it is the study of energy because this we're talking about energy centers. Now, what is that energy about? What ray do you have dominant in each chakra center? So you may not have a fifth ray mind. But that doesn't mean the fifth ray isn't dominant in that center. You may end up with an inversion, which we'll talk about in a minute. So everyone has all the rays, but which rays are dominant for you? So some rays may be stronger in you than other rays. Some people are more creative. Some people are more administrative. So uh, understanding what ray is dominant you, again, I like to use astrology. We have all seven signs within us. How much fire do we have? How much earth do we have? How much water do we have? And so forth. So do you have any inversions? Again, we're going to talk about the inversions in a minute. Change your vibration by rebalancing the rays to the second ray. So this is an exercise that I learned a long, long time ago. And it's a meditation that I teach in the class. And you can do that by balancing all your chakra centers to the second ray. So by, by doing that and living your life according to your race structure and having a balanced race structure, you can live a more purposeful life. So what did we mean by inversion of the ray centers? So remember I said the first ray was at the crown chakra and the fourth ray is at the base, base chakra. They can become inverted. You can end up with the fourth chakra at the first and the first I'm sorry, the fourth ray at the crown chakra and the first ray at the base chakra. The same can happen to the third versus the seventh ray. They can become inverted. The third is at the throat. The seventh is at the abdominal chakra. They can become inverted. And then the heart and um, solar, plexus, solar plexus rays, the second ray and the sixth ray can become inverted. And an example of that the second ray is the ray of love wisdom and the sixth ray is the ray one of the things one of its attributes is finance so when they become inverted instead of using wisdom with finances you use finances to and the wisdom you learn to manipulate others so when you have an inversion it's a negative energy so you're using things to hurt people to manipulate people um, it's self-centered, uh, whereas when the rays are in alignment and not inverted, it has an upward chakra energy. Um, it's awakened selflessness and soul integration. So one of the therapies I do uh, and can do online now, I used to do it in my healing center, is soul integration therapy, where you literally reintegrate the soul 
the shamans call that soul retrieval. But there's many ways to do a soul retrieval. And soul integration therapy is about aligning your seven rays and bringing in any missing soul issues and reintegrating yourself. So when these race centers are flipped, it leads to personality issues, self-interest, ego dominance, and ultimately inappropriate emotions, which lead to poor or harmful actions. When the race centers are properly aligned, it creates an awakened heart chakra and uh, integration with the body. So we, we talked about that already. Okay, so what's the number one question people ask me about the seven rays? Why are the ray colors different from the chakra colors? The crown chakras we think of as purple, but this, this, the ray at the crown chakra, the first ray, is red. This, the brow chakra we think of as indigo, but the sixth ray is at the at brow chakra and it's green. The fifth chakra is the throat chakra, which is sort of that iridescent blue. But that is the fourth ray, of the I'm sorry, the second ray, which is uh, at the heart. So the heart, instead of being green, is light blue or uh, cayenne blue, if you will. The solar plexus, the third chakra, is indigo or sixth ray. The sacral chakra is orange, but it's the seventh ray, which is a violet color. And the base chakra of red is the fourth ray or orange. So why are they different? I never learned that in school. I never read it in any of the Bailey readings. I never read it in the Tapestry of the Gods. We'll talk about that in a minute. So I meditated and I asked, I said, why are they different? And one of the beings I work with is Archangel Metatron. And he said that the chakra system is third density. That's what keeps us in third density. And as we raise our vibration, we begin to leave third density. So these higher densities are based on the seven rays. <clears throat> so here's some good resources for you. Uh, the main one that I like to use is called Tapestry of the Gods. There's actually eight volumes. They're huge. There you can see the picture here. If you can see it, they're like eight and a half by 11 books. So they're paperback, but they're huge. And uh, you can see they're over an inch thick. So there's a lot of information there. I primarily work with just volume one. There's eight volumes. Um, it took me a while back in the early 90s to find volume one. And it took me two years to find volume two. So I actually have a hard copy of volume one and volume two. To the best of my knowledge, you cannot get the hard copies any longer. But they are available at uh, Makara, M-A-K-A-R-A dot U-S. And they have all of the eight volumes. Well, two of the volumes are PDF form. And the rest you can read online. I don't know if they have a PDF form of those or not. And that is very, very extensive information on the rays and the glamours and what they mean. Uh, three of the Bailey books that have a great deal of information on the rays are The Seven Rays of Life, Esoteric Psychology, and A Treatise on Cosmic Fire. 
And those books are readily available today from Lucius, L-U-C-I-S, Publishing Company. Um, they probably have them at Amazon. I haven't looked. I've read almost all the Bailey books. Um, if you have a fifth-ray mind, you can read them and understand them. If you're into all this esoteric stuff or you've been to a mystery school, you can understand them. If you haven't, they're very, very challenging to understand. And because they were written, what, 80 years ago, <laughs> the English is a little different than the English we're used to. And it's based on English interpretations of uh, Tibetan. Um, the Tibetans that I've known over the years were extremely intelligent, speaking both Tibetan and English. Tibetan is a very, very difficult language. Um, so maybe part of the reason that their language is a little bit different is because it came from his version of English, which is not American English, let's put it that way. Um, so just a little information about the Dancing Mirror Enlightenment Academy Transformation Program. We have our main program, Om for Success. And then we have a twice annual summit, and then we have our medical intuitive mystic program. This seven rays of God program is not part of our holistic transformation program. It's just a separate class that I occasionally offer. So our current event schedule is Om for Success starts June 15th. Our master mystic intuitive mystic program is, I'm in the middle of that class right now teaching it. But I'll teach it again September 13th, and that's a medical intuitive basics for holistic professionals. Our next summit will be September 27th through the 29th. If you go to holistictransformationsummit.com, you'll see the summit we held in March information. Um, very soon that will go away, and a blank summit will appear. As, and as I add speakers to the summit, you'll see them appear on that web page. So to find out more about the Academy, you can go to the Dancing Bear Enlightenment Academy.com and subscribe. It's free. And uh, namaste. Thank you very much. Hope you enjoyed our podcast for today.